3: be alright oh, in
1: the morning It will be alright yeah. hey. Yo, join the conversation. Hashtag Marshall's Play
0: <laughs> no um yeah the the MAGA hat supposedly is out here twirling us but we'll get to that later how are y'all good so
2: far I mean it's been a really really good week I tried to always start my black history month with uh, black- come on black history month black- yes ah,
0: blackity back 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 yes all that the blackest month of like, all the months
2: um a civil rights movie so me and uh Z just got through from watching uh Mississippi Burning and the Homicide
0: both of them have, um, well, one of them have Denzel in it. Is Denzel in Mississippi burner? No. No. Mm-hmm. What well, was Denzel? Oh, Denzel was in Glory, um, and Amistad was sexy as um, I can't pronounce his name, but the African um. man. <laughs> oh, I fell the, asleep. Um, Lee, Baby Daddy. What'd you say? I
1: said I fell asleep on both of them.
0: Oh, he
3: you was tired. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, we actually have a special guest in the building. Um, I have known this girl, gosh, from like 2005, 2004, 2005. Um, we met one of the girls that I grew up with. She is the daughter. Are you still her child? Well, yeah. Yes. Yes. I just like you Yeah, know. Make it, you, know, yes, you, know. you know, no shade, I'm just checking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, she is one of the daughters of a girl that I grew up with from my hometown, and we met in in through that situation we met online in the chat room and we were talking and um we met through that situation, long story short, we was supposed to twirl <laughs> you know we had some we had some beef cause, you know she was defending her mother, and um, I had some negative things to say about her mother and um and from my perspective she learned that her mother
3: was
0: (laughs) (laughs) she learned what i felt about her mother eventually so you know and then we met as we got older and more mature and we on our grown women shit and we met in activist space and we kind of buried the hatchet and we've been friends ever since since what like 2010 yeah yeah 2010 so um she let me give you her bio her name is Lala Zanel. She is originally from Michigan, Detroit, Michigan. Yeah. and But currently she is living in New York City. She moved there and flourished. Um, she is a public speaker. She is um, an activist, a thought leader around anti-LGBT violence. And especially the disproportionate violence that trans and gender nonconforming people um, are up against professionally lala is a lead organizer at the new york anti-violence project but is now on to bigger and better things new ventures you want to talk about those so i'd like to welcome miss lala zanel
4: hi thank you for having me this is so cute so welcome
0: to my humble abode and welcome to marcia's plate um i'm so glad that you are here what are you here for um, not at march's play bitch oh, <laughs> like know. what are you in houston for <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> no i'm actually in
4: um houston for um a c o u s um having their um all staff conference okay and so good that's what i'm here for because as of march 1st i will be working at aclu so oh, that this is, is like my little big into like everyone meeting like oh, over 1700 people how you get that religion. gig it came across my desk and I like pushed it along to other people. Uh huh. I didn't even look at it. I just was like, okay, this would be great for you. This would be great for you. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then someone that worked there reached out to me, was like, no, you really should look at it. Like I really want uh, you bitch, to apply. Open your eyes. <laughs> this is opportunity. I was like, I'll look at it, and still didn't look at it. <laughs> just being honest. Why were you so content <laughs> at where you were? Um, it wasn't that. It was just like, um, I was in a space where I thought. Um, my next venture would be not in the movement at all because like, okay. I don't want like a break. Suck, so, like, I would didn't want to right. overcommit. And then after I read it, and I was like, "Oh, this is like kind of cute." <laughs> and then after that first interview that I had with, the, I was like, "This is like the next journey." The next journey is the next. And step. so I just fully committed to it, and it was like a three month process.
0: Oh my god, I am so proud of you. Here. 'cause seeing your journey from Detroit Ooh, to yeah. Atlanta, you know, we we, yeah. we Midwest girls, so yeah. we know how the Midwest get down when it comes to black trans women okay. and how we gotta hustle um we know how that goes down so seeing you coming from detroit going to atlanta experiencing what you experienced there and then going to new york and flourishing and kind of flourishing a little bit in atlanta you feel what i'm saying and then going to new york and just change just stepping it up a notch i am so 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 proud of you and you are one of the girls in the community that you know it's a lot of girls getting a lot of limelight that don't do no motherfucking work And you are one of the girls that actually d- does work. And so I'm really, really, really just proud of you. So.
4: Thank
1: you. Thank I love you, you too,
4: sis. You. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a hard journey, but it's like I felt like I did this because what was out there didn't represent myself. And so mm. I felt like people wanted me to like live to start my Like, this is what you're supposed to be to be a trans person. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, I didn't see myself at all. Right. And so I was like, I'm going to be me. And when I was me, and like, people was like, oh, come back, I want you to say that again. And the other people were like, I, I think like how you think. Right. And then that just became why I just took it off to a whole new level because I felt like the narrative was like the same old thing I'm like honey I don't live like these girls that's not my narrative right. I'm from the hood I would never describe that I, I have did sex work I have did a little craft and little things mm. about, like I've done it all to survive like, like most not, of us have. yeah I'm not gonna sit and give some facade so I can fit this little box to please no right. I'm gonna be who I am because that's how you reach the people who are really going through what they're going through and then <laughs> they can look at and I can say I would just like you and look at me today right. and it's because I was persistent to be something better than what the system said so I could be and everyone mm-hmm. else said so I could be you would never be that because you know you're loud you're
0: ghetto you're all right. these things you'll
4: never be that because you don't have a degree I've defied all the odds of exactly. all those things and
0: I'm here <laughs> absolutely absolutely I love it love it love it because respectability ain't never saved no motherfucking body mm-hmm. so um, you want to get so welcome to the show you want to yes. get on to the next um topic la
2: my topic is uh Frances Thompson. So she
0: was Wait, wait, wait. I thought we was going to do Jesse first. Oh, but oh. we on some black shit. So okay, mm-hmm. we going to oh, okay. go to the black shit first. Great. Go for it. Yeah.
2: So um my topic it's black is history Francis- mine, yeah. So we
0: black people got to be first. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, I, well, the reason why I uh chose Frances Thompson because I oh, whenever Black History um month came around uh, when as I got older, I always wondered like I wonder if there were people like me back in those times and to finally find out that yeah it was. It was very interesting mm-hmm. and um one of the people that I found was Frances Thompson so she was a trans woman back then.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: um, she was one of the former transgender slaves who fought in the Memphis Riots which mm-hmm. was in 1960 1960- oh excuse me 1866. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. by some accounts, Francis may be the first trans person to testify before a congressional um committee. Right. Which is
0: about a rape case, right? Yeah.
2: Um mm-hmm. Thompson her Talk and her about roommate, me too. <laughs> yes.
0: talk about the, one of the first bitches in the me too movement you know
3: <laughs> exactly and
2: one of one of her um what happened was uh thompson and her roommate were uh raped by white men in the riots mm-hmm. and later she was arrested for transvestism mm-hmm. and her allegations excuse me her allegations were discredited
0: right because and they used it just like you know that's how patriarchy is so just like now but no they say Mm -hmm. we just popped up right Right. no no no. we just came out when um laverne got on orange is a new black oh
2: no not not then when When did we come out out. oh yeah that's when we that's when we oh caitlin oh i forgot
0: about her but maybe it was when rupaul got his um got his show on vh1 that could have been it that could have been right that's when we came out i don't know i can't i really can't remember these days yeah, yeah. i can't remember but i know we've been in this motherfucker before all of that yeah. right, <laughs> right? That so um when we talk about when we have these conversations in the narrative when you hear cishet folks talk about oh, oh they just trying to push this gay agenda making us accept stuff and making us and they just come this shit just came this just is new or when you hear gay folks talking about um when you hear gay folks talk about that this gay people talk about that this is a mental issue (laughs) a mental illness and and how you know they can't get along with it fast enough to use our pronouns gay people we still hear this from gay folks when they just came out of (laughs) they just came out of the darkness just came out of the books in what 1973 that homosexuality wasn't a mental issue (laughs) Okay. <laughs> they just came out of the books but you know we going we're gonna die digress and feel you know understand and, I, and I also didn't bust no grape
4: on because son Simi was beating up people for y'all <laughs> for y'all that, that. y'all
0: y'all was still hiding and being closet queens and the girl said enough is enough against this what police brutality. So we started, you know, we started to move. And it started at the same time that the black movement was going on. So why Bayard Rustin was over here getting the motherfucking straight folks together, <laughs> giving them the platform and the pathway and architecting all the protests. When we talk about black history.
2: C- come on, mm-hmm. history.
0: Come on. You know, giving them the ways, mm-hmm. because we live this shit, giving them the ways to get out of this shit giving them um, Freedom Riders protests, giving all the things that he was a part of. But they said, nah, we can't have you as the figurehead because we want this good, respectable Martin Luther King because he has a wife and kids and he's a reverend. The gay dude, we can't have him speaking. <laughs> we can't have him. And the FBI was like, if you have him speaking at the march, we're going to release some shit to say y'all lovers. Oh. Right. So, while all of that was going on, we got the queens at the Stonewall. And this year is their 50th anniversary. Yeah. We got the queens at the Stonewall saying, enough is enough. You motherfuckers, this, this bartender, this bar done paid you motherfuckers to come in here and har- harass us. Mm-hmm. But this is our this is our haven. This is where we come and hang out. And you, enough is enough. We not fucking with that shit no more. You going to spit in my drink? Fuck it. I ain't got shit out to lose. I'm trans. <laughs> let's twirl these police right get idea. this sh- get right out of your wrong girl today yeah. not tonight and so we get it popping and we give you motherfuckers the strength to come on up and say you know what these queens are right we want our rights and then years decades later when it's time to fight to get more rights with the gender bill and the ender bill and mm-hmm. you have the nerve to even consider to even consider to put our rights on the back burner because you know that was given to them as well when we talk about history that was that was the option for them you know what we might want to give y'all gay folks the rights but y'all got to take that transgender stuff off the bill and then we might let y'all through and they had the nerve not all of them because most at the end of the day they said no this we're not gonna do that but some of them was even considering how dare you when we have the history that we have in this movement that is just as much ours as it is yours. How dare you even consider to throw us under the bus. And even now when we're going through bathroom bills and we're going through all this shit that is attacking us and they're taking us off the senses and all this kind of stuff. You have the nerve to sit back while we was, fight- we was fighting for your gay rights too. We was fighting for your marriage rights too. Mm-hmm. Because when we have people like Christy Littleton In Texas, who's who married her husband, and because she was trans, they told her that, "Oh no, baby, this marriage is invalid." The doctors had killed her husband. The doctors had killed her husband, and she wanted to sue them for malpractice. And when the doctors, when she when she was about to sue them, the doctors got a private investigator and found out that she was trans, and they made her marriage null and void. So now she can't sue malpractice for her husband and get her, her get get the benefits from her husband being wrongfully killed by these fucking doctors
1: so something, something mm-hmm. that i just mm-hmm. thought of that's yeah. wow, that's pretty sad is like it's so many trans folks nowadays saying they mm-hmm. want to take the t off of the rest of the letters because of how much in place we don't feel mm-hmm. within, our, within our own community like, mm-hmm. people are just like just take us off there but then yeah. like a lot of people made the point that a lot of trans people could be gay, could be bi,
3: could be absolutely all these things, So
0: I think the whole LGBT, IAQ, da 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 all that is really um is gender nonconforming. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. It's all of us how far we go is just different some people their difference is based in sexuality Mm -hmm. the how who they have sex with some of us is how we present to the world our identity and da 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 but at the end of the day we're non-conforming to what the society the normal society and i don't like to say normal but the cisgender society feels is how we supposed to manifest our identity Mm -hmm. or manifest our sexuality and i think trying to make the argument that we should be taken off is a way of erasing us. Mm-hmm. Like is a ra- is a way of transgender, transgender folks trying to assimilate. Do I understand it? Cause sometimes it feels like we're outcasts. I get it. But to me, it's another way of them trying to assimilate into cis heteronormativity mm-hmm. to me. But, yeah,
4: um, I, I mean, for, like, it's like that seesaw thing. It's like, yeah, mm-mm. for me, it's the sexuality piece for me. Uh huh. Because every time you talk to people, they identify LGBTQ, all that, with, like, the sex part of it. So mm-hmm. when I when I first transitioned, I didn't like that LGBT whatever, because it was like, I'm not gay. Right. Not a lesbian. Right. I'm not those things. And then, like, that T is just who we are as a person, but it always was preferred to, like, sex. Mm-hmm. Always sexual acts. Mm-hmm. Always that. And then it was a period of time when I was doing this work where I was like, okay, I remember when, the, like, half the data that we've received comes from trans folks. I remember back in the day we didn't have no checkbox at the office. It was like, you're gonna put mail, but you're not getting these hormones. Or, you not, or you're not or you're getting, not getting, getting services. these services. Yeah. <laughs> so like if you want to go back, like half of that stuff, we take all of we wanna go back to the office and we need we want all of our workers updated. Right. Y'all wouldn't have the numbers that y'all would have. But also I think it's a disrespect to the ancestors who fought to have that. So I feel like if Miss Major say it Then I'm with the ride because she's still here. Yeah, she's still here. We taking this tea, y'all. Okay, I'm with you, mama. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't there for that. So I respect the foundation. But I also feel like it's like people, when they hear all the acronyms and we keep adding stuff, it confuses um, our straight community because we don't educate them. So it's like, like my family, like even in my family, like, okay, I get it that you and your girlfriends want to go in the girl's bathroom or that a trans guy wants to go in a guy's bathroom, but I don't get it. If I come out using the bathroom and this person is non-conforming, I don't know, I feel away. Mm-hmm. And like trying to get them to understand, I'm like, well, you respect me, you still got to respect them. Mm-hmm. But my mom was like, I just don't get it. Cause she was in the bathroom with someone who was non-conforming and she was uh-huh. like, what is going on? And I was, mm-hmm. she called me, I was like... I get it how you feel, I said, but you have to get yourself to stop thinking everything is binary, right? I said, and I think yeah, and it's it's, it's a thing. and then and then she has no education around it, so if it wasn't for me educating her, she still would be freaked out and like probably would have went home and said this was a dude in the bathroom. No disrespect, you right. know what I'm saying? But because she has a child to say no, mom, that's what non-binary, non-conforming means. They, like we have all these laws passed, but there's no education piece. So they can catch up with us, and they ain't trying to get educated either.
0: I think <laughs> that's my problem with it. I think I don't want to. It. Rem, this is a very small analogy, so it's not. It, it's not going to totally fit it, but it's what I'm thinking of. Um, do y'all remember? Um, her name is Uzo. I can't say her first name. She's the girl who plays Crazy Eyes on um, Orange Is the New Black. Um, I, that. I can't. I can't remember her name. Um, but she had a story about how she wanted when she was first coming into hollywood Mm -hmm. she wanted to change her name to a normal name but because she's african and she wanted to she has an african name and so she was like telling her mom these are the names that i'm thinking about changing my name to so it can be more americanized so i can be more a household name her mama was like what like if they can learn michelangelo if they can learn um shavalski or mm-hmm. all these white fucking weird ass names mm-hmm. they can learn your name too yeah. and so right. in my in that reminds me of that stuff when it comes to educating cis people like y'all i don't i don't like to dumb them down y'all can get shit it's not rocket right. science it's, it's, just it's, they choose it's not to. you some of them are choosing not to or going slowly because there's a resistance to learning it but there's I- a
2: uh, well, I also mm-hmm. want to say, not—I don't mean to interrupt you—but you, I—I okay. I feel like. Not only should we educate the hetero, the heteronormative community, but also within the community. Because there's mm-hmm. a lot of miseducation given to the hetero community. And then when they hear that misinformation from somebody within the community, mm-hmm. they're like, well, wait a minute. I heard this. And why isn't this true? So I think it, it, it has to go both ways, too. And
0: mm-hmm. so... And, and then that reminds me of, like, colorism. Mm-hmm. Colorism is an internal black thing. Mm-hmm. Okay? So if... When I'm talking to a white person about colorism... I really don't give a fuck if you, ca- if you understand the ins and outs of colorism mm-hmm. because that's an internal thing and there's a lot of internal trans things internal LGBT things that we gotta work out on our own and the cis community don't necessarily have to get every aspect of it mm-hmm. and so it's similar that's what it kind of reminds me of because you know when I tell a white person oh my god well you know you might treat light skinned black people a little bit different than you treat dark skinned black people for whatever reason because of implicit bias da 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 like you think i'm more nice because i'm light-skinned and then the dark-skinned black girl you think she's more mean and ghetto right. when it could be total opposite <laughs> it could be total opposite or da but i'm not going to spend my time educating you on that you feel what i'm saying i might if i feel like it educate you a little bit on racism just as a whole yeah. but the whole ins and outs of what's going on internally i'm not spending my time explaining that to a white person
2: One of those things that you're talking about as far as explaining, like, with the trans community, like, as far as why certain women or certain trans women or certain uh, trans men or non-binary men, why they decide they don't want to have SRS surgery, like, Mm -hmm. that in-depth conversation, I'm sorry, (laughs)
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, that in-depth conversation, it just seems like... It's it's just too much, like because they don't understand why if you want to be a certain way you should fit these certain boxes. So why don't you do this? And it, and sometimes mm-hmm. it's kind of beyond their 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 thinking.
0: And they don't need to understand mm-hmm. that. The resistance with that is that they feel. Okay, if you want to be in the cis club, then you need to fit all the cis normatives. You need to look like a girl. If you if you're in a trans feminine side, you need to look like a girl, sound like a girl, a physical body, get your breasts done, get your pussy done and then go live a woman life. Be with a man. Don't be any kind of weird old tranny lesbian. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do any of that shit. Do, don't be with no other tr- uh, trans man because then that blows our mind because why did you transition in the first place? <laughs> Cause uh, you know, because y'all could have been together. You as a boy, he, him as a girl. <laughs> Foolish, don't even get into that. Just be <laughs> cis-normative like us. So when you don't be the cis-normative and I thought that you were trapped in a woman's body and a, a man trapped in a woman's body and you're not trying to fit the norm, i'm confused no bitch you're not confused you just you you literally don't want it to happen you want to see me a certain way you feel what i'm saying and that's how it is it's not about confusion it's about i don't want to do that or i want you to be what i
4: want you to be yeah and even in our community like people don't understand that yeah so like i feel like when i was younger oh young girl (laughs) like i thought that i had to assimilate to that growing from the we all do you know like you had to blend Mm -hmm. like all of my Mm -hmm. sisters like was with the dope boy the person with the money who was Mm -hmm. older we didn't want nobody younger because you couldn't do nothing for me i'm like i'm trans we want to what's your high school ass gonna do with me bitch i don't want no lunch honey i want to go to um you know somerset mall and go get a piece Uh, honey you know i need exactly i need need a birkin bag you can't do that right you know and so those things and then so like when you actually be around community in the in the ways that I have, then you learn that gender and sexuality are two different things. I, didn't learn, I didn't learn nothing about myself and sex either. I was just sitting there, really just watching that the teachers play with the little the little dick or penis whatever, and put a condom yeah, on the like, penis. Oh yes, this is interesting, honey. Do it again. How you do that again? <laughs> but anything tangible to me was not there.
0: Not at all. And so I had to and find was-
4: out in the world, and it was good and bad experiences. Absolutely. Because of that, and so like in today's times with all the education we have I'll be kind of disappointed in my folks when teaching. teams be like I don't understand why two people are together or like how she likes girls how you don't you understand sweetheart this ain't the 1970s no more are you serious mm-hmm. or why when, do you need to understand yeah, that yeah. Or, so when, respect yeah, somebody. Or, or when the gay boys be like oh you know you girls are not lady like but all of a sudden, now all y'all want to date a trans man. You are not being gay then, like I'm right. like,
0: or <laughs> and the nerve of a motherfucking gay boy telling me I'm not really? being lady like, nigga. You ain't being man like. <laughs> <laughs> if we want to play that game,
2: if we want to critique,
0: if we want to critique lady and man, get the fuck out of here with that dumb shit. So in my <laughs> mind, I feel like sometimes it's like you have to be active. It's like white folks. Some of them just as actively don't care about trying to understand ra- racism. And there's some that come into the fold, and I'm trying to get educated, and I'm trying to get woke, and blah blah blah. And it's the same thing on our our spectrum, mm-hmm. our spectrum, where you know some of them are really trying to get it. And I can see, like, when you talk about um, when you talk about queer Walk, when you talk about um, um, I, there was a, on T-B Queen and J they did a trans story, and I purposely did not talk about that trans story on our show because they did it so well. Okay. I, there was a girl. I can't remember what was happening. I can't remember the story. But I purposely did not talk about it on our show mm-hmm. because I don't need to talk about it. The cis folks got it. <laughs> mm-hmm. They got it. Oh, you want to talk about it? Oh, let me send you a link to their show because they cleared everything up. So they knew what they were talking about. That was really clear. That was really thorough. And these is two cis women. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? And they killed it. So I didn't need to talk about it. Like, I'm tired of educating people on this shit. You right. see what I'm saying? I'm tired of being... professor especially for free i don't mind if i'm getting paid for it (laughs) thank you (laughs) but um just for free just oh i'm trying to like my family this happened to me and it's funny when girl thinks she's gone so far baby you go to to your family baby you will remember baby (laughs) (laughs) so my mom calls me the other day um And I'll talk about why she ended up calling me when we get to these topic. Um, But she calls me and I'm in Walmart and she's in the car with an uncle of mine. Mm -hmm. Now, this is an uncle who. He would not be doing any negative things to me, but his brothers would be the ones that would be punching me in the chest boom stop acting like a faggot
3: Trying to
0: boom you up. to you know to toughen me up now he would not be doing that but he wouldn't stop it and he would be real complacent like just looking like he wouldn't do it and he was always nice to me but it just what it, it is what it was um i learned some things later which explained them because both of them The one who would punch me And him Messed with a butch queen Years ago oh. Is
4: that always the case though? Yes <laughs> <It's
0: not laughs> I messed with a butch queen Years ago And he was the one That was kind of like I know I I know I did some stuff In my past Then he Just trying some shit out So I ain't even worried about it But even the one That was to be punching me So anyway So he calls me Now mind you I've been Doing my thing For a long time Like since I was like 1213. So this ain't new to anybody in my family. So he gets on the phone and says, Hey, is this dead name? My oh, I'm like, No, this is Diamond. And I've been Diamond for a very long time. <laughs> and then he says, Oh, I'm sorry. You know I ain't seen you in like 40 years. Nah, no, I ain't even 40, motherfucker. But I ain't even seen you in this long. It, But when you saw me, I was diamond. The last time you saw me, I was diamond. The time before that, I was diamond. Even the time before that. You remember, where, you remember when we did the family reunion? I was diamond then. You remember when Aunt Thelma died and I was at the funeral? I was diamond then. Mm-hmm. You remember when I graduated from high school and y'all didn't come to my high school graduation and I invited everybody? I was diamond then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Remember when I was on the news and I sued my school to go to the prom as a girl and y'all called everybody being messy talking about it? I was diamond then on the news it said diamond (laughs) when you was watching it. So, I've been diamond for a long time. (laughs) And I kept saying it and he was like, I just kept saying different things (laughs) like I was diamond then. Remember? And he kept saying, oh yeah. Uh, Yeah, so I've been diamond for a long time. So, the fact that you're saying my old name You're not learning anything because you're not trying to learn it. (laughs) So I know you're calling me because my mother put you on the phone and I know that you are the nice brother, but you're going to use my right name when you talk to me or you don't need to talk to me. And so he was like, oh, my God, I apologize. You know, you're right. I apologize. I wanted to talk to you because I think I'm moving to Texas and, you know, I know I need some family out there. So I was like, oh, okay, but cool. (laughs) <laughs> but it's it's that kind of situation some these people it's certain people that really just don't want to learn they don't want to learn yeah. they don't want to move on so and that's sometimes what people
4: people, people people passes like i have friends of mine like, but that's my yeah. mom i don't care yeah. love it to death but i don't i feel like when you really i like, used to be that person yeah though. i mean yeah, we had those conversations yeah. but it mm-hmm. got to a point but I, we had that conversation and we got kind of understood uh-huh. it, but some people just, I mean, just some people just sit and just be complacent. Like, I mean, I'm like, girl, you just let them Miss You like that, Miss <laughs> <laughs> Girl, they I ain't sat- never going to learn. I just sat in your house and I checked your whole auntie and you sat here and
0: paid it. And that's dead up dead. you, Girl, what's going on here, honey?
4: That's my aunt. I just can't say nothing. You can't? I just checked her on. I just said,
0: why you can't? <laughs> the, the reason why they not learning is because you're not checking them. <laughs>
1: See, End of story. Like I had to learn. Yeah. <laughs> recently, how to navigate
0: that. So what, what yeah. did you learn?
1: <laughs> Not to take that no more. Oh, I wish that could hurt other people. See, exactly, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: It, and if you never check them, they think like, "Oh, it's okay." Exactly. Eventually, mm-hmm. you're gonna get out of this tranny phase. <laughs> and if I yeah. keep reminding that was
4: my, you, <laughs> that, was, that was so funny. It was, it was like my, that was like one of my uncles that kept saying, he was praying and praying. I, and it was like I think I grandma was Grandma's funeral And I was like Y'all been praying For years honey you th- <laughs> And the, the,
0: the tea is You ain't think I used to be praying too <laughs> That's the really tea When I used When they used to fire And brimstone me You didn't think I used to be on my knee Praying the Lord That he would change me I used to pray too So we both was praying It ain't came
2: And then it was
4: like
3: Maybe one working. day,
4: yeah. Maybe one
0: day it's gonna be a phase. I told my Uncle, it is not going to be a phase, honey. Slaves used to pray. <laughs> How long that take? Four hundred years. <laughs> if we want, we talking about Francis Thompson? <laughs> you know that you think she ain't pray? Yeah, praying don't work, motherfucker. It's nice to do, <laughs> but ain't changing nothing. I hated that prayer changes things. What? Well, it took not me. It just hasn't worked for me in my life. You know, it took me. You know, saying, "Hey, this is what I need. This is what my goals is, and I got to strive for it." The ancestors may have came through, (laughs) but. Deep shit like being trans and my mama not get my mama getting off drugs and shit that really affected my life. Praying didn't work for that shit. My mama a, a crackhead right now. You think I ain't prayed wholeheartedly? <laughs> I don't. It just is what it is, and so I don't know. I, I feel like over time with. The work you're doing, with the work y'all are doing, with the work we are doing, I feel like that is a part of the work to keep chipping away at the bullshit that we're going through in the same way that the slaves did, in the same, same way that um, women did in the women's movement. Just we got to keep chipping away at this conservative ice block of bullshit and we all are doing it at different at different paces but we all are chipping away at it in a different even even though i don't like turfs but even in their way you see what I'm saying? turfs. I don't like um, respectability, politics, ne- mm-hmm. Negroes. But if they, they had a place somewhere when yeah. you come to, like, W.E. Du Bois and Booker T. Washington and the people who needed to navigate into these white spaces mm-hmm. and then learn that it's bullshit to be here anyway. <laughs> these motherfuckers is bland mm-hmm. and bl- whack. Um, but they had to do that. We had to have our Phyllis Whitley's. We had to have our... Um, um, we we had to have these things at the time and then to bring the people who are a little bit less respectable who are not willing to who are willing to bend the norms of whiteness to bend the norms of what cisness is to bend the norms of what all that we have going on I think we all have our place to chip away at that mm-hmm. and over time as we have seen it's getting better and better and better
2: mm-hmm. I agree guys. I feel like no matter who you are like you take up space no matter where you are and if you're truly yourself you can change a lot of people's
4: views Mm-hmm. absolutely and some people just ain't gonna change <laughs> and you it's guys like say. some people you just can't say but it is what it is <laughs> have a great day yeah, yeah it is I tell you all the time it's like i just i'm I, I just not why call me, why you me? girl? She's not gonna change, honey. Mm-mm. That's just her as a person. That's yeah. just them as a person. And we just gotta pray for them and just hope that no harm comes to them. <laughs> or some don't. people, or don't, or don't. But some, you know, <laughs> it's, it's just that's the reality
0: of this world. When we have free will, just some people mm-hmm. just
1: ain't.
0: Yeah. So that's true. Be black as you fucking wanna be on this month, next <laughs> month, this year, but especially this month, be black as fuck.
3: <laughs> <laughs> la, 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 la,
2: La 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 Everything. Okay So um, Everybody heard about what happened It's Jussie or Jessie
0: Jussie I keep Jussie. saying Jesse Because that's it just my brain Jussie, thought Jussie. <laughs> You Jussie.
2: thought it I was just. Jussie Jussie,
0: Jussie Smollett. So everybody heard what
2: happened with Jussie Smollett um, Absolutely
0: So, um, so, so uh, What is it He got He got uh, bashed Bashed um,
2: Late at night When it like 2 o'clock like two no, o'clock, something uh-huh. he got bashed, and um, they threw bleach on him They beat him up real bad. And then they eat something about a noose,
0: yeah, a noose. <laughs> it was some MAGA hat folks, just mm-hmm. all allegedly because there is some tinge of
2: because the <laughs> that they, they're still trying to find footage and they're checking all the cameras, but they haven't, and
0: he won't give up his phone.
2: Right, but, but I mean, I, I'm not
0: saying it has. I wouldn't give up my phone either, child. No it's something, it. wasn't it? Bitch? I'm a celebrity, and it might yeah. be I could be getting fisted,
3: you know. Wow.
0: Only her would say something like that, you
4: know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I'm not, I'm, I'm used to my sister like that, so I'm not, I'm not. I was waiting for it to happen anyway, but I'm just saying like if I was gonna put it, I mean me as a person, you know, like I yeah. Let me see what's in that. wrong. you know, just for I, yeah. my own, you know, queer nosy. Yeah, nosy. But the reality is,
0: bitch, I ain't giving I'm up my good old days. My
4: phone.
0: <laughs> you messing like, is up? Is that normal? <laughs> like is that a normal act like do when, when yeah when people get attacked or when something happened that you got to give up your phone i wouldn't
2: I, I feel like that's an invasion of privacy
0: that's weird so that was a, that's something that giving people pause about believing it mm-hmm. um but it just it just mm, it's too soon for your ass to be doubting like oh, i yeah. get it but why
2: because like they didn't It don't seem like they were being this extra RK. They still talking about how he should be banned from Philadelphia. (laughs) Like,
0: they needed all the proof. You got a video. You
2: you got got a video. (laughs) You got years of (laughs) evidence. You got years of people
0: corroborating stories that match.
2: On camera.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And y'all, I need proof. (laughs) The music, the music, the music. (laughs) But as soon soon as some shit happened with some, that's a homophobic and racist attack. Oh, my God. That put put the motherfuckers in a (laughs) bind. No, the shade of it is, it's it's our community that's doing it.
4: No, they the main. I be going on Facebook all. I'm like, oh my gosh, y'all girls don't ever say nothing, honey. Mm -mm. You don't come to no rally, y'all, honey. Y'all barely even know y'all status. No shade, but y'all know (laughs) y'all know everything about what happened, honey. I'm like, honey
0: oh, you actually have an opinion today? Oh, today? Wow. When trans women get killed, you ain't got nothing to say. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Not your honey. laughs> um i did see the gay folks has been really vocal mm. on my timeline Whoa. oh i've seen your it's, timeline and the girls <laughs> and I'm the, the see, girls i seen you in some of the comments i'm like let I me mean, just point my nose about that <laughs> <laughs> so i did see. book i got, a book. I got one. a book coming out i can't do much you about. know i can't do too much <laughs> so the dude th- this one guy he had said First of all, let's talk about the different reactions from the gay folks and from the um, the white gays are like, oh my God, this is a homophobic attack. Ain't even mentioning the racism part of it. The black folks is like, oh my God, this is a racist attack. Ain't even mentioning the homophobic side. It's almost like queer black folks don't exist to either one of these fucking groups. <laughs> <laughs> like you Black and gay What's that <laughs> Like we ain't got A whole James Baldwin <laughs> Like we ain't got No kind of Black queer folks uh-huh. In the world okay. It's like what Like uh-huh. Like Steve Like, Harvey, like they, The one who cracked me up Honey I was like Charles. What he like
4: He's like Oh my, my brother I don't care about Your sexuality <laughs> I stand with you Oh now you don't care honey Okay So after <laughs> this is over with Make sure honey Little gay people in your neighborhood and stuff. I don't want to hit nothing, honey. Uh-huh. You said
1: you don't care about it now. <laughs> hey, even even on the brown side, when we talk about like artists and stuff, mm-hmm. like, we talk about big figures like Frida Frida Kahlo. Uh-huh. Like she was queer too. She was mm-hmm. non conforming as well, but they erase it. Yeah, they erase it completely.
0: That's crazy, and it's crazy to me that 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 they are so. What is it? they're so um uh, what's the word i can it's getting out of my mind where they're like dedicated to like really not putting these two things together they don't want you to be black and queer because ooh this queer stuff and then if you gay it's just we're just all gay. We're colorblind. It's nothing. We're all gay. <laughs> but you know, well, no, we don't want diversity on our panels. <laughs> but no, we don't want diversity on our shows. We just want all the white people, <laughs> the white gays. We know the black gays exist because we suck they dick. But <laughs> but you know, <laughs> but you know, we like the BBC, but not just you know. I don't know (laughs) so it's crazy i but i remember on my timeline this guy has said it's a conversation that sparked out of that he has said (coughs) that he doesn't give a fuck about this white racism shit because white people don't treat him bad it's the black people that has always treated him bad he ain't never been called a nigger he's been called um fag way more times than any of that and the white people never never bothered him it's the niggas these ghetto ass niggas that used to bully me and chase me home from school I've always been called a fag and punk in the black community I ain't never got fucked over by no white people mm. what y'all think about that?
2: I just think that maybe he wasn't maybe he's not aware of the different spaces that he had his privilege has not been his privilege was taken away from him because there's a lot of ways that you may not notice that um, you don't have that <sighs> amount of privilege that you have because you're blinded. And you're probably looking for a certain type of light or uh, or a certain type of hate from a certain type of person that mm-hmm. is, is blinding you from seeing that actually you are being affected by this too. But, but
0: That you're being affected by racism. Yeah. And you've been affected by it since birth. Mm-hmm. When we talk about... Um, when we talk about black mothers and how no matter the there has there was a study that no matter the economic background of black compared to white, it could be a wealthy black mother or a wealthy white mother mm-hmm. their probability of having a premature baby was just as high as a poor black mother you feel what i'm saying it, it doesn't matter long as you black your probability whether you rich black or poor black compared to the rich white and poor white the rich white had a little bit more chance not to have a premature baby i don't know why but just because you're black <laughs> your womb your mother's womb was affected by racism it's so many things that affect a black woman that is socioeconomic, her 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 way up to that richness that affects her birth. It affects her birth rate. It affects. um, So the food she has access to. In the neighborhoods, the education that she had access to the food there's tons of food deserts across america that your mother if you're a black child in the womb that your mother didn't have access to all the healthy foods that she could have had access to because of racism Mm -hmm. the school she was educated in the hospital that she was allowed to go to because medicaid medical medical shit is segregated by race too and affected by race so you so from your birth you could have been affected by racism and then when you come out the womb The schools that your mother was allowed to get you into based on the red lining in the districting, Mm -hmm. how much money goes to the school that you were taught at was affected by racism. (laughs) You feel what I'm saying? So you may not. So while you was before, before your peers, even your peers at the school that you went to was decided by racism based on districting and all that kind of stuff, even your peers. So before your peers even knew what a fag was, you were affected by racism. Basically. And it, it, it in my mind, it reminds the analogy that I would use is, is you a fish, okay? You a fish in some polluted-ass water, mm-hmm. okay? And you're swimming around and you're getting chased by this shark. To you, that shark is like the imminent danger, right? Mm-hmm. But really, that polluted-ass water is racism. That shark is the motherfuckers bullying you because you're a faggot. You get what I'm saying? They're called it's the amenity, it, it's the thing that you're noticing because it's the thing that's hurting your feelings. That's exactly it's the what thing, I was saying. it's you mm-hmm. it, it's the it's the thing that you're noticing because it's the it's the immediate thing that's affecting you. Mm-hmm. But you're not understanding that this water you're swimming in is polluted. Mm-hmm. This water is the racism. The pollution in this water is the racism. It's the subtle parts that are, that are affecting you. Mm-hmm. So you making the, the premise of, oh my God, it's because you you haven't been educated on how um White supremacy has seeped in all of your being, and it could affect
3: mm-hmm. the shark too. Exactly,
0: right. and the, how it affects the shark is it's swimming in this motherfucker polluted water just like you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's how I think about it. What but
4: also me? the choice that they they chose to avoid
1: mm-hmm. and hang
4: out in with that circle, mm-hmm. and so because you were able to assimilate to whiteness.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: You don't hear that because you, he may... I don't know the person. They could be light. Yeah. They talk intelligent. Mm-hmm. They had a degree. Mm-hmm. That's Bobby the Gay. He's good. Uh-huh. He's a good black the, gay. The he's good a good black one. black gay. Oh, my And God. then here come... Do you Day hear... Day he's so articulate. Sagging. You know? <laughs> you, yeah. You know, those things. So, it's like the things that you aspire to or the things that you felt comfortable with, that's why. Because you have... Mark yourself as somebody that they say that's that's the
0: good black guy. Uh huh. So we we're not gonna treat you any kind of way. You're not the big scary thug kind of gay yeah. That I mean thug kind of black, black right that now, I'm used to. That I, that I might shoot. <laughs> you know. Call the police on. Call the police on at the barbecue. Nice, you know. Yeah. You know you're a nice articulate white sounding gay with a big B with be with movie. a big BBC <laughs> that, I can, that I can get access to. Thank you. You know all that kind of stuff and. Feel comfortable around you, and you know feel a little bit more safe, so I think that a lot of I think those are those gays that want to assimilate to whiteness. I do see that a lot of times um How do y'all feel about um the conversations that has spawned from this Jesse Smollett stuff?
4: Um I think it's like it's just funny to me how. We've Become a generation of what I call it. I call it like photo op activism. That's what I call it. Mm, I call it right. It, everyone wants to have a blue check mark, everyone wants 50 likes, everyone wants to be noticed. So it's like, Oh, this is the thing that's on the trending board. Let me go right. Oh, I got my picture of Jesse. Boom! Oh my uh-huh. gosh, I'm so blah 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 blah. Or a trans woman dies. It's like, click, it just click share. And then the next day, mm-hmm. like back to business as usual. It's just we're everyone's about trending. It's just weird. Everyone's about like trending topics. Everyone's right. about the next hot mm. thing trying to be known. And like, it's not authentic after that. I live in New mm-hmm. York city. So there's like always actions all the time. Like right. all the time. <laughs> the point I'm like, y'all go, girl, you need to march, bitch. I've been to five of them, bitch. I'm staying at home. <laughs> <Right>. Let's go. <laughs> but, and they come, um, Orlando Pause. I'll use this story. Mm. So I was coming and I, my job put together the rally. So I was coming through the little crowd or whatever. And he's like, white gay guys are like, Oh, you can't get through. Like it's blocked off. Like, I have a, a bag I have to get through because my, you know, I'm a part. we not, there's no room, there's no room. So, the police officer ended up moving. The barricade was like, when she asked to come through, you let her come through. You right. don't question her. Like, and it's like, oh my gosh, she's somebody. Bitch, I've been somebody. What you mean, bitch? But, anyways, <laughs> and so all these people were just like, shh, like taking selfies and like all by the, like the little visual area. And is that, Went right back in the gay bar, got drunk, and just forgot all. They was crying and everything. Forgot that was a moment for them, and then it was back to business as usual. Mm. And then like this reminds me of like Paul Solando, Mm -hmm. where it's like, oh my gosh, he was gay, and he got a tap. You must do something, but you're dismissive to um, trans women. You're dismissive to young girls. You're dismissive Mm -hmm. to anything feminine. Period. Let's be clear. And like how they say. We're lying. We try to. F- it's like a whole narrative. It's always some kind of the <laughs> Brits doubt yeah. in a he, femme body. He got nothing. It was just mm-hmm. this happened. We got go. It's going viral. We gonna do this. It is what it is. And like even mm-hmm. all these celebrities who've never even stood up for queerness. I was shocked. Ti. I was like, really? You said a statement, Ti? Really? <laughs> How many girls got beaten, killed? Wow. It's just that part of this. uh, It's just the man part of it. It's the privilege of you being a man. And this happened to a man Mm -hmm. and a black man. So even it's like, He's queer and all. We'll deal with that shit later. question. <laughs> you was black before you was Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: do you think it has something to do with his status? Uh, as Absolutely. To why a lot of the celebrities spoke up for him. And you, do you feel like if it had been a trans woman that had the same status if something that happened to them, do you think that it would have been the same type of experience?
4: They would have got the clout, I think, because they're a celebrity. Let's be clear. Yes. They have that they have that fan base. And so but, I, like
0: if something happened to Laverne or something right. happened to Janet, it would I be I do that. think that it would be a big It would thing. be that.
4: But I don't think some the of men. the men Yeah.
0: I don't see no I don't see T I and see How I don't see it. <laughs> yeah, I don't see some of the I, men Yeah stepping up. um stepping up in the same way that they did with Jesse. Mm, I, I don't, don't think so. That. No, I like don't. That. Yeah i don't think i, I, just, yeah. I just and, really and i
4: and i understand and i get that like i said i think you, you had a comment you was like of course he's a celebrity mm-hmm. i get it so anybody that is a celebrity anybody who has that access i'm not mad at hollywood because Holly, be hollywood hollywood gonna take care of hollywood let's be clear i don't care about that what i my irritating part is my community who ain't rich who know better mm-hmm. who never slept on trans women people's couch who, mm-hmm. trans woman handed, who took you in when your mama put you out, who put you in school? Diamond, Ooh. you know, because you know some of my children, honey. Like, and those, you know my children. Yes. <laughs> so, those ones who know better, that has a nuance to know better, put that bullshit on mm. Facebook. That is what it's like a slap in my face to me. True. The community is what I'm mad about. Mm-hmm. Celebrities going to be celebrities. The rich are going to be rich. But the ones who are like directly impacted, the ones that I can touch and knock on their door, right. those are the ones that have disgust me. And I've like just clicked on friend or a whole bunch of people like, thank <laughs> you for letting me know who you are right? and just unfollow. Right. Because it's, it's sad. Mm-hmm. People that you sit with every day, they call you sis and aunt and niece and my good, good girlfriend. And I'm like, wow. Those are the ones that piss me off because i see multiple posts of trans women she shouldn't have been out there. She was mm-hmm. fooling him. All of these things, knowing
0: that that's a bullshit narrative.
4: So why didn't Jesse get that? And I ain't mm-hmm. you knocking them. why
0: you what? was on a hostler prostitute and they fucked you up. Cause so, yeah, why, that why, what ain't like, the the possibility. So it's like why doesn't
4: he have that? Have to have all that long narrative mm-hmm. before we even they just going on it. But mm-hmm. trans woman doesn't have like. Um, Pinky, right? then she she get shot in broad daylight? Yep, she sure did. Yeah, I've he heard, and him. I heard people, yeah, at that store, heard, well, she must have did something because if he's shooting her in broad daylight, she must have been really fooling him.
3: What? And even <laughs> if that,
4: and even if that was the case, because I'm always about devil's advocate, even if that was- The devil the, don't need no yeah, motherfucking right. advocate. Even if that was the case, honey, <laughs> you still have, that, that's a, like, it was that deep for you, you ready to go to prison for it? Come on. That's my reality. Like, I don't care if that person fooled you. I don't care if that person was in sex work. I don't care if that person was on the corner from 2 a.m. to 8 a.m., butthole naked. You do not have a right to take it upon yourself to take somebody's life. Absolutely. Uh That's the part. When
0: trans women, they don't listen to that. Yeah. (laughs) We don't get that. It's always when it's anybody else. It's like, oh, my God. Um... But they were a human. <laughs> but I mean, they're human. They don't deserve to be laid in the street for hours like a dog. It's like the humanity is seen, but with us, it's just.
2: Let's figure out what. Ooh, reason it is. what, what were they, they doing? Mm-hmm. You know, they're all. I escort.
4: found their
0: background,
4: their yes. prison record. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. what happened to them. <laughs> all right. Totally
0: is. un. Don't have nothing to do with this shit, but let's bring this out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even like some of my family
4: who don't ever um say anything don't even like acknowledge my who i am as a person that still mm-hmm. will detonated me that still what said the most you know it's like oh my gosh it's difficult i'm trying to work on it i am mm, years old <laughs> <laughs> like if, uh, and you still work right and i tell my family like if i like i'm in a whole community of people who don't even like know me like that who and they respect me right. and you're my blood and i can't get no respect from you then you're my enemy Wow. And I was like, "You sharing about Jesse, and you ain't you can, you have issues with that's my TV show." Oh, so you think that he's playing a gay? Like that's fictional mm. to you? I was like, "He's really gay." Yeah, not but, on TV playing gay. He's the real gay person. So now I want to know. So you have an issue with gay people now, or not? Or not? Because I'm confused. And then it was, um, but you lumped me in with right. that and wrongly. Then, but you then, did lump me in with right. That. right. And then it, then it, I enough mean, it came like, well. You know, you gave away the most entitled thing, which is your man, your male privilege. Mm. And how would anybody give that away? And I was like, because I never was a man. Mm. I didn't. If, that's, if that, if, that's <laughs> that make, should, if that, that's what's gonna make, if that's gonna be, be evidence yeah, that I,
0: that this is <laughs> some real
4: shit. <laughs> if, you, if you're holding on to that, is that is some entitlement to make me some god or some like? Uh, you can have that toxic shit. I don't want it anyway. I am who I am. And I am who I am because you know why? Because when my mom pushed me out, that damn white doctor that hit me on my ass told her mm-hmm. that I was going to be that. Mm-hmm. And then when I was 15 and told my mother I wasn't that, it fucked her up in the head. Right. Because she had she was not ready for that. But she knew she was my mom. Right. And she knew that she loved me. And she knew me that, that the world was not going to understand. So she was very much like, I don't even get it. She, I don't get it. But you're my child. Mm-hmm. And I love you. And we'll figure it out. And so the and audacity. Time, yeah.
0: The audacity of a person who would dead name you and then share, share it. a post. Like you just inclusive. Like today. you just that. Oh, my to, God. This is, shouldn't happen to him. He's on my favorite Your show. Friend. I've seen like, <laughs> I was seeing so shady. many people. I'm
4: like, and I would go, I had a cut and paste ready. Oh, oh so we are supporting the gays this week. <laughs> Y'all ain't respecting me this whole up something year. People I went to high school with like, oh, really? We we respecting gays this week? Word?
0: Okay, word. Let me oh, find we, out. We you we got care. something you wanna tell me? We care. What's up? <laughs> I don't know. Do y'all did y'all see something in y'all community on your timeline that was kind of problematic?
1: I make sure I don't follow people. <laughs> <laughs> you have
0: your time like curated. Yeah.
4: I that's think a the blessing
0: no you got, oh that's
4: healing okay mm-hmm. <laughs> it really is yeah cause when we
0: when when that rape the girl was getting raped on Facebook live mm-hmm. I never saw that video nobody shared it but I seen people complaining yeah. about people sharing I it and it. nobody shared it I didn't see it, it. so either. I was so happy that the people right. that were on my live. Yeah. On my list was like, yeah. Mm-mm, I didn't see it we either. ain't sharing. And then that one shit. Of my I was friends, so happy.
4: One of my friends inboxed it to me, and I said, "Bitch, why would you inbox it to me? You said you didn't see it." Bitch, why? I would don't want to see, see
0: it? it. Why do you want to see it? <laughs> why are you spreading it? But he right. did get called, by the way. Anyway, yes, he uh-huh. did. Girl. the The Facebook people called, uh, uh-huh. called him before the police did, and
2: yeah. tagged the police in the comment section. I saw okay, it out.
3: Uh-huh. Wearing it uh-huh. out. <laughs> but
2: I mean, the only thing that I seen that was weird. Um, was just how fast they were to say that it may not have happened. Right, like mm. how quick they were, like, "Oh, we don't see the evidence." And da, 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 da. I was like, "Wow, that was really fast because mm-hmm. it hasn't even been that long for y'all to give them time <laughs> to look for <laughs> evidence of other people." Right, that's the only uh, thing.
0: Um, they but,
4: said it was a publicity stuff I mean it, it's, it's a bad thing But anyway I, I enjoyed that Cause when they said that I was like Now nah, you know how the girl. That's what the girls be going through When mm-hmm. you make the girls Gotta go through all that You mm-hmm. think Jessie gonna get it Any better bitch She gotta mm-hmm. get We gotta get proof She gotta get proof too No shade <laughs> It is what it, If I gotta prove You gotta prove too There's <laughs> no shade across <It's laughs> <'cause> the board
0: That's <laughs> true Like we all gotta prove Cause they wouldn't go mm-hmm. The
4: difference is They would've just took our phone While we was in the hospital <laughs> right. They would've <don't> <laughs> had the subpoena ready We're taking that We're taking your <laughs> <laughs> We're taking it all, honey. You wake up like, where my shit at? It was a subpoena while you was knocked out. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> that is hilarious. Um, I hope that Jesse. I hope that whatever happened, if it legit happened, mm. then we find them. Especially the racist part of it. I feel like Trump is emboldened these motherfuckers. Um, and as I said on one of my posts. They be fucking with the right ones, my nigga. Like, I'm just like... Like, white people don't be fucking with me like that. Like, they don't come at me on no fuck shit. Like, I, like, I literally have never been called a nigger to my face. Like, it, I have never been called that. Now, I'm sure... Like, I remember I was in Chicago for the first time this has ever happened. I was in Chicago, and we, we had been having fun on the train. Mm-hmm. When we got off the train the white dude on the train when it start moving yelled out the little window niggers to us
3: loud ass niggers
0: and i was like oh my god i got called a nigger for the first time <laughs> but like i said the train was moving <laughs> and we couldn't get on the train because it was already moving so i haven't had the experience with white people like that now i've had some subtle white liberal white racism shit happen <laughs> um but that kind of direct nasty I haven't had that experience so it's just funny like that they they be trying the right motherfuckers like that lady at GameStop (laughs) that trans lady at Uh. GameStop stuff like that Mm -hmm. like it be it, it certain situations I just don't get in and I'm happy because I probably will be in prison or something. Probably the energy you give off, honey. Yeah, I, yeah. Baby, the girls know, honey, baby. Yeah.
3: You like, know my history, honey. Yeah. I don't
4: mind, baby. We don't
3: mind. And I baby. hang out with the
4: girls like, girl, hope you know, bitch, because girl. When I get done dragging them, bitch, and then you didn't drag them, too, girl, you know you get knocked next. <laughs> That's just how it goes. The rules. That's just <laughs> the rules to go. No shade. <laughs> but me living oh. in New York, like, I have not ever heard it either, but I do see, like, the aggression. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's always so crowded, like, where well, a white person would, like, bump you and mm-hmm. then look at you, like, oh, ow, like, you bumped me. like really? Or, like, or you're on a train that like, they'll board guard you. Um. On purpose? You, yes. Like you see like that. I remember when That's um impression. he first got in office. I was I was asleep, honey. Because I was like, I didn't care. Because I was like, I voted for Hillary Owell. But it was like the lesser two evils. It was what it was. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I don't give a fuck. But. I'm going to wake up in the morning. I deal with it. And I heard fighting outside of my apartment building. Mm-hmm. And I woke up. I was like, this motherfucker won. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a white person fighting. I live across the condo. Fighting the Mexican bellhop person. Telling him, I'm happy you're going back, bitch. She's building the wall what? and was pointing him in his face. And, honey, ah. Jose, whatever his name was, wasn't got happy. him, wasn't, wasn't having it, baby. <laughs> baby. And gave him some understanding. And the police ended up coming. The police, he's like, making the police stop. I'm not taking him to jail. He said, We're all like heavy right now. We're all, you know, just heavy time right now. You know what you, you shouldn't say what you said. Like just like talk to him, can you go home for the night, you Bye. know and he you know like Take that ass, and the, and, and the go the white and man was down. mad because they was not going to take him to jail. He was mm. like, and the next day I t- took the train to work, uh-huh, and the whole train car was quiet, you know the is loud, uh-huh, and here come a white man with that America great hat on, so we all was sitting there, I was like. In my mind, I looked at the lady and said, honey, I don't, I don't feel like arguing with him. He don't say nothing. <laughs> we going to let him rock because that's his right. You know what I'm saying? His okay, right. it's going to be that one asshole. He waited till we got to like Union Square where like a lot of the college kids got on and the youth got uh-huh. on. He was like, why is everybody so quiet? And they started antagonizing children. Everybody. And picking and like agitating, cool. and agitating and agitating and agitating and agitating. And she got what she got. Ah, because my kids, it because, Word out. because millennials, they, they were, yeah, they the millennials but they were tired of him.
0: Uh huh. And so some
4: people, they know what they can do and um, what they can't, and what they can't do, and mm-hmm. like what they can't push. In New York City, I see that a lot. People do know what they can do to actually, like, like, like the lady, this big wave of like fake calling the cops. Right. I remember I was little, and I was watching a movie. I was like, I'm gonna call nine one one. 'Cause they did it in the movies. Like I was like seven. So I called 911 and was like, Yes, it's a fire. It's across the street from my house. <laughs> I it's a, it's With so carrying, honey. I was like seven. Wait, honey, child, the way my mom whipped my ass up. <laughs> but way <laughs> these cops are coming here and shoot us up. You better go right. playing on but, my phone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So but it just they can do that because they don't have to think about the consequences because right. no one's gonna question them. Mm-hmm. That's what they don't think about. No one, they don't have to. They have never had to think about what I say, how it's going to affect how I look, what it's going to affect, rich or poor. Right. They never had
0: to. I'm entitled, entitled to, you to something. To the state coming and get these niggers together. They're doing something wrong mm-hmm. or making me feel uncomfortable, making me feel scared. And I'm a nice little white lady or I'm a nice white man, upstanding. I'm a citizen yeah. of this country, mm-hmm. and. These people are making me uncomfortable, so I don't care about the consequences. Yeah, see, yeah. That's what,
2: that's one of the things I'm worried about in New York. Cause I've never been in New York, so just that aggressive bumping you for no reason. Oh my god! That's oh, I gotta, teach you. That's got to be a lot see, to see, do. I, it. I got
4: to tell you the background of why she said, "Oh my god, she bumped me that hard." <laughs> so my friend, when I first went to New York City, was like, "No, honey, you have to lock your shoulder because uh-huh. they're gonna bump you, mm-hmm. and if you don't lock your shoulder, you'll fall because your shoulder's more limp. Mm-hmm. So you lock it." They hit you. They're hitting your... Co- they, that should hurt. It's mm-hmm. like, you fucking locked your shoulder. It's my <laughs> shoulder, bitch. She's thought like, you was going to knock me and just get away. Good, bitch. <laughs> Ow,
0: you asshole.
2: So, oh, girl, man. it is what it is.
4: You, don't, you purposely did what you did, but
0: yeah, they will bump you. So lock
2: mm-hmm. my shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I had so a
4: different experience
0: when I went... And it's living there. You didn't get bumped? It's totally different. were um, there, you didn't get bumped at all? I get bumped, but not... I get not bumped the, everywhere. Not, not a hard bump, though. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't hard. Like, it wasn't Were you hard. in, like, Times Square? I was everywhere. Like, it was, like... Because Times Square,
4: that's when it's really... I, mean, I can't yeah, be... It's so claustrophobic. I'm like... I live there, and I hate that area. Yeah. <laughs> I would go I know, around the outskirts before I walk to Times Square because it's just like ridiculous. Uh,
0: what I experience in New York is the obliviousness of it. Mm-hmm. Like that, it just is going and going and going. Like it's so many people that it's nobody is like in the South. You know, motherfuckers is mm-hmm. waving saying hey. Mm-hmm. You know, nosy. it's more nosy, being like hey, what, you, <laughs> hey, how you doing? All that kind of stuff.
2: you when you see you baby, shit.
0: they are on a mission and just going. Like it's it's I'm trying to get on this train, I'm trying to walk down the street, I'm trying to da. da, 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 da. It's no stop and talk to you. It's no it's um it's very is it I haven't experienced like the mean New Yorker. Like like that. Um I haven't experienced that while I was there. So I don't well, know. I think
4: you're Midwestern, so maybe when I first moved to New York City, it's like I thought real rude people in Detroit in, in the Midwest. So it was like yeah. when I came with there and also when I came with them it was like first when was like when I first went to the Bronx and people were talking about, Oh my god I said, Baby I you been in my hood it. bitch <laughs> I got to walk up the steps past your dope boy. Mm-hmm. Bust the buzzer and they paid it. Come on, my thing. You ain't coming up the car. Like this this ain't your set, bro. Yeah. I got a call that like, open up the window. They're good. They good, They, <laughs> day. They good, <laughs> yeah, they, they, they good. <laughs> It's just real different. It's it's
0: not like I thought that it was gonna be. You know, the the way they boost it up like it's gonna be scary. I was like, This ain't nothing, child. What's this? <laughs> I'm sure it shit happened, but it ain't never popped off like that to me. And so i done that, been in the hood areas. I've been into the bougie areas. i done been into the, you know, wherever. And it just ain't never popped off for me.
3: All
0: right, no. So, anyway. So, yeah, I you, know, you got to come and visit. Um, when it's not cold.
3: Oh, of course. Definitely not when it's
0: cold. So, anyway, Jesse, we, we're going to keep you in our prayers. Yes. And we hope that you, we went off topic. Yeah, we want to keep, keep, you, in in, keep yeah. you in our prayers. We hope. It, when if that stuff happened, that we get their ass and wear them out and um and find them and all of that good stuff.
1: So, how do y'all navigate depressed or sad loved ones or loved ones that deal with a lot of mental issues? That sounds like
0: you got something personally going on. Spill the tea.
1: Well, I have all, like. Mental health has always been like something that a lot of my family has been suffering with. Like, uh-huh. like a lot of the downside of mental health. Um, also, a lot of friends I have. A lot of friends that I have, especially. I have a lot of queer friends, so especially those people, always go through like big old segments of trying to understand where they fit in the world, how they would fit in the world, um, when certain things become too toxic for them. Or, like, basically, I just have a friend that's going through a breakup, and it's just hard for them to get out of the depression, I could tell. Something just changed about it. When we were kids, we've been friends forever. Mm-hmm. When we were kids, you know, she's always been, like, the very positive, like, uppity, just not uppity in, a, in like, a negative way, but, like, like upbeat. her energy was up. yeah so you know she's always like laughs at me you know stuff like that and like as time went on she's changed a lot like her outlet is of being happy and to have fun is trying different drugs and different stuff like that like party drugs nothing too heavy but it's just been a lot for me as a friend like like how to navigate that and how to give like the best advice. Cause you know, my certain privilege fits in where it fits in. I've never had any issues with drugs or anything like that. Just weed. I just like to smoke weed, you know, who don't like to smoke weed? but I don't. (laughs) Besides (laughs) Diamond. (laughs) But, um, it's just, I'm like, okay, when do certain situations, and also with my dad, he deals with bad PTSD. And I'm like, okay, when does it become too much for my mental health? Like, when is it okay to be like, okay, I'm just going to put my energy over here. And I don't want to neglect the person because I care for them. I don't want them to feel like I don't care for them. But when do you give like that tough love of, okay, you have to figure this out on your own. So it's just like without feeling like a bad person. Like, how do y'all navigate that? Because I know you could all go online and see like tips to help people with depression. It's listen and be there for them. You know, stuff that you start off doing, but as time goes on, you're like, okay, how do I navigate this situation now? Mm. Especially being an empathetic person, I take on a lot of the feelings. So, yeah. Me?
2: Um. Well, that's a lot. Um, because mm-hmm. you know sometimes it could get kind of draining for yourself. Because I don't know if y'all have ever like talked to somebody and. Um, they were just really, really down, and every time you talk to them, they're down. And you could be in a high spirit when you first start talking to them, and then like the energy kind of rub off, and you kind of mm-hmm. get drained. And then it almost seems like
0: God, bitch, it, every time I come around you, you fucking depressed. Right. Shit, so it
2: could be, it could be kind of <laughs> difficult. But what I would do is um, just, just give her tips, give her tips on how to to remember who she was. Cause sometimes it I feel like it keep like being adult because she, she is younger. So she is starting to learn how to adult and being in the LBGT community. A lot of things can lead to depression. So I would give her like different tips on a, how to remain ha- happy, like exercising, going outside, making sure that the lights are open in your house. Um, um, eating healthy, um, being with friends, making sure you're not in the house all the time because being inside can be isolating. So you'll get social anxiety. So like just just try to figure out those different things and just try to help her with that. Uh, That's how I navigate
1: it. I know sometimes people put down certain medications and stuff, Mm -hmm. but I always wondered, because I used to have big cases of suppression like a lot of, Episodes where I would go into depressed mode. Mm-hmm. I usually know how to get myself out of them, but sometimes I wonder how much medication. Because sometimes you don't even notice when you are depressed. Mm-hmm. So, so certain times, medication can help, and I I I'm scared because I've always gone a natural route. But then I kind of like after I realized how much testosterone helped me, I kind of just let go of that Mm -hmm. medical, everything is the enemy and whatnot. Well, I would like to speak
2: on that. But just because my my mother, she Mm -hmm. takes antidepressants, and I know that, like sometimes if you're not taking it it can take you back into a, a worse state mm. state so like i would try to get her to do it the natural way first before that because she might be- become dependent on it, especially if she's taking different drugs and trying to m- manifest a certain type of happiness
0: i think uh, to piggyback off what mia said um you were speaking it from it to get her out of it make sure her house is well lit um you're not just kind of in that muck and mire in the house but as a friend make sure that even though you kind of pushing away and just to kind of for your own self-care make sure that you are still inviting her to things make sure you are giving her that um that anchor and that whatever it may be to get her out if she wants to get out like if you want it like you talk about running go invite her go run with you just as the friend still give her because you care a chance to hey let's go out and do something fun let's go even if it's just go out to lunch you know outside of the house and eat invite invite her and pay for it just just something nice to do Mm -hmm. because sometimes when you give them tips they don't necessarily want to listen to it and but you can still say hey let me be the light in this whatever dark tunnel that you are in the little way that i can so make sure you do that but Um, their,
2: their relationship is long distance
0: oh that could be too uh but you still can do stuff don't think that it's um you can be like hey did you watch this show on netflix let's watch it together it's something you still can do and we can be on speakerphone while we watch it you can say it's something that you can do that is not necessarily in person it's something that you do to give them a light out of that tunnel another thing um ours is a little mine is a little bit different mine is my mother so recently um you know, we had that polar vortex in the Midwest or whatever. So, you got family in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I know you called your mom and was like, bitch, you stay really? house? <laughs> you know? So, there's a polar vortex where, because of climate change, mm-hmm.
3: oh, <laughs> it was so really,
0: really, really, really dangerously oh. cold. So, oh, wow. in my mother's city, I'm from Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. In that city, it was seven degrees, negative seven degrees. But the wind chill made it feel like it was 40 and 50 negative isn't that where the lake froze or something it's a bunch of stuff going on up there (laughs) so um my mother she in 2016 i convinced her to move down here with me Mm -hmm. and it was my intent was to get her clean because she's on crack and my intent was to get her clean and so she ended up like I'm, i'm i'm not it's been a month but i'm trying to get back where the shit is so she ended up going back home and so because you know she doesn't want to disrespect my house and be using drugs in my house so she ended up going back home so i always leave a lifeline for my mother so my mother is an adult i'm an adult now all my brothers are adults now so she doesn't have any children that she's taking care of so the choices that she's making now back in the day it really affected us because we were kids in her household so if you spent the rent money and we ain't got nowhere to go then you really affecting us but now she's an adult and we're adults and we got our own lives my brother is married with his children and his wife my other brother is married with his children not married but with his children his wife and me i'm in houston doing my thing or whatever so we what she does doesn't affect us now do we want our mother to be off drugs absolutely we w- we want her living a healthy lifestyle we want her being in a better situation but we can't control her because she's an adult and if she's not ready to come out of that situation she's not ready but i always want to be a lifeline for her so i always tell her mama when you ready to leave that shit alone you can come stay with me and you ain't got to pay no rent you ain't got to do nothing you can just come and rest and even if it's not even if it's temporary you see what I'm saying? Because I I want her to know that there is always a lifeline there for her to come out of a situation. So because of this polar vortex thing, I'm still kind of mad at her. Because I I feel like, God, you too old, bitch. Come on. This drug shit is stupid. <laughs> come on. Like, so I'm still kind of mad that she kind of reneged and went back home. So I've been talking to her. Like, I talked to her on her birthday. I talked to her when something's going up. Hey, I, like once a month, I'll call her and be like, hey, what's up? How you doing? Everything okay? All right. Have a good day. You know, just to keep it there. But this time, because that shit was going on, that polar vortex, I called her and I was like, Um, hey, what's up? You're not living in no tent, are you? Because when she came down here before, she said she was living in a tent under a highway. Oh, wow. And I'm like, she didn't tell me that. She didn't. My One of my family members called me and said, you know, your mama is living in a tent under a highway. And so I, that's why I was like, why the fuck are you living in a tent? Why the fuck are you living in a highway? You have children with homes that will let you come. Right. But the issue is not that she didn't think she could come. The issue is, I'm not ready to get off drugs yet. And so I don't want to come stay with y'all. <laughs> I don't want to come because I know I can't do drugs with y'all. And so I'm not ready for it. So that's why I'm living in a tent under a highway. And so in that moment, I'm like, if you don't get your motherfucking ass down here in Houston. And she came, but she, she came, but she wasn't ready. She wasn't ready to stop. So that's why she ended up going back so when i called her this time i'm like you can't be living in tents in a polar vortex <laughs> you can't be living in tents uh, at seven degrees where it feel like 40 degrees negative exactly. so you can't be in this situation that is dangerously you can't be outside so what is going on where are you stand where are you living What is going on? What's, uh, you know, tell me what's going on, because if you need me to send you a ticket, even if you can come down here till it get back warm in Indianapolis, it's not, it's not, I I know you may not be ready, Mm. but even if it's just till it gets a little bit warm, if you need me to send you a ticket, I'll send you a ticket. And I think, I think this is my mother, but even as a friend, leaving that open for her, leaving that open for your friend, leaving and let them know that you, I I care about you. I don't want you depressed. I don't want you in this situation, but this, my door is open when you need a little bit of light. And so for me, that's how I navigate the person who is negative. Cause I can't be in that kind of space. I'm not going to be coming and seeing my mama living on a tent. I'm not going to be coming to a fucking crack house where a trap house or everybody doing drugs. I'm not coming in that space. I'm not. When you want to come meet me halfway, when you want to come meet me, when I come to the city, you can come sleep in my hotel bed, but I'm not coming to no crack house. I'm not coming dealing with that kind of stuff. If it's somebody who is depressed and they always got a sad old attitude, no, I'm not coming in that. You're going to have to meet me in this space where we can be happy together. And we can, even if it's just for an hour, even if it's just for 30 minutes, even if it's just for a day, a week, however long we can do this let's just do that and i'm and so that's how i navigate i try to give them room to come and be happy and i be that happy space where i'm not asking you about what's depressing you you broke up with your friend but well, well, I'm, I'm not asking you about the problem that you got going on i'm just giving you a space where you can just forget about it and we can just enjoy ourselves so that's what i think about it that's how i deal with it
1: that's good advice.
0: yeah what do you think about life? <clears throat> i think it depends
4: on the person it mm-hmm. depends on the circumstance because i had moments where i had to just cut friends off wow. like i just can't like i've had history with people you know mm-hmm. like i just
2: what made <clears throat> you get to that point?
4: um like my life elevated like for me this is my journey mm-hmm. life is about balance people places and things and so if my life is not balanced it might be the people i'm hanging out with it might be the places i'm going the things that i'm doing so if like I'm on this like positive journey and even though I ain't perfect, but if I'm on like this, okay, we're going to try to be positive and then you're my friend and I'm like, come on, come on. And you always just everything is just negative Nancy, like all the time. Like you, you woke up this morning. Somebody didn't mm-hmm. like, I'm taking you out to eat and you still at the whole dinner, just nagging yeah. and nagging and just wanting to be wanting where you wake <laughs> up in the morning. Your text is just like, then that's just you. And I just got to just let you go do you. And when you had enough, you know, then maybe, you know, we'll cross paths another time. Mm. Um, when family is, you know, you know difficult. Like, very, very difficult. Like, me and my sisters, we don't get along. Um, it's, it's weird. Like, they have so much to say. But, like, I raise y'all. And, like, every time y'all in the bind...
0: Y'all hit, hit me boom. up. They
4: don't even got to hit me up because they know it got to a point where I... I did that, click, click. Cut. We was in an mm-hmm. inbox on Facebook, and I was like, "Thank you for really letting me know how you feel. Mm. God bless y'all, and we ain't got to do each other. We're just siblings, because that's what irks my sisters when I call them siblings. <laughs> <laughs> We're, I'm not a sibling, you are a sibling because we share the same mother and father, the mm-hmm. same bloodline. If I need blood or something happens, we're going to have to be compatible. Family. But that's it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I might, hey, I might need a liver or something. Who knows? But mm-hmm. for as sisters, my sisters are the ones who hold me down, who are really sisters. Absolutely. Whether because you blood, you're a sibling to me. Mm-hmm. You know? And so my mother, she asked me something. She knows I ain't going to tell her now. Mm-hmm. She's like, your sister, went, where I got to send it, what I got to do. Mm-hmm. And I let them know. <laughs> Here you go. My sister was like, oh, I'm going to give you the money back. I was like, you don't have to give me the money back because you ain't got to give me back. But I want you to always know that you say whatever you want about me. All the stuff you have something to say about me. But every time, who is the one who always comes through? Comes through. You're talking about, oh, you know, I'm not gonna if I pay the rent, I get put out, I'm just going to go to the show. Baby, you ain't built for that. <laughs> Stop playing. I'm the hustler of the family. Y'all not. Stop acting like you gang. Yeah, you got a gangsta boo boyfriend, but either neither one of y'all gangsta boo. <laughs> like, come on now. <laughs> Let's keep it real. But I do it because you are family, and it is what it is. But like sometimes, I think sometimes, um, particularly in our community, it's hard because we love so hard, and we just like you know, like oh, you know, I'm that's some like if they're friends or my child i'm just gonna you know like check them we have like this mm-hmm. nurturing thing mm-hmm. yes and then some people know that there are people who are just also on that side that's that debbie downer and that debbie hustler as i call because they know i'm gonna go over to her house i'm gonna go on be mm-hmm. and she gonna go and give me this pay me this money for this phone bill mm-hmm. she gonna go on let me sleep on her couch she gonna mm-hmm. get let me get high today mm-hmm. She gonna like you, just let me go and get through, honey. I'm gonna go over there and get her. Yeah, I'm gonna go over her house and I'm gonna come meet you later. So you have a lot of opportunities in our community because that's also a way of survival. Like some people are in relationships that are survival Mm -hmm. and the other person think they in love. Yeah, People are in relationships for survival. Why Mm -hmm. you think in the wintertime, everybody booed up? Soon as summer (laughs) hit, I live in New York City. Every bitch booed up. (laughs) Watch when the summer hit. You go to West Village that first hot day. <laughs> Bitch, everybody single, everybody naked Oh, because they know summertime you can stay outside. You can find a home. Like people, you know, summertime they can deal with you. Mm. The wintertime, you ain't about to be up, up in here. Let's be booing up. I ain't, you ain't about to be in here irritate me because as soon as get hot go go outside can we break up I want to be free <laughs> it isn't you it's me you know uh-huh. that type of thing but a lot of
0: people are I just needed a place to stay between yeah. October yeah. and February a
4: lot of people are, I live in New York all the time a lot of people are in survival um, situations and with me living in New York as long as I have i've um studied cis men Mm. like i study them to a science like i know them like they call them they say that they're hustling i know a guy one of my homeboys (laughs) he'll kill me watches but i don't wear you know what it is boo and he leaves his house every day his girlfriend don't give a fuck what he do he can do whatever he wants. rob steal fuck suck do whatever as long as when he come home it's what needs to be handled and she don't, in her mind, he was out hustling all day. Mm-hmm. She don't question it. She don't ask no question. And in his mind, he felt like he ain't doing nothing wrong. He just hustling. I take care of what I need yeah. to take care and of. Yeah, and that's a lot of people's New York mentality. I mean, so many dudes that just, I'd I be like, how you just just conniving people like that? Or i be over somebody's house, I'm like, girl, she's a hustler girl. But your laptop up and sing. <laughs> she's a hustler girl purse, uh? that's not your husband girl she got a baby mama over on across the Greensboro <laughs> Bridge bitch he gotta be home by 5 you don't ever question why he keep leaving at 5 o'clock it, but it's just like the way because it's really a hard not life there like it's mm-hmm. been like the way of life and mm-hmm. they look at it that way and they don't look at it and, and then like when they actually do it and if they catch feelings they can't fathom it because it's like no I'm, I ain't gay <laughs> but they they went too deep and actually actually caught feelings, mm-hmm. and then you have some of the girls who turn them. Mm-hmm. That also I was gonna say tranny chases all that behind. No, some of us girls have harmed and turned them into that toxic person that they are. What do you yeah. mean by that? So I know um individuals, some friends of mine, because you know I talk to guys who date you know trans women and guys who mm-hmm. are really, and some of them think the way that they are because women, trans women, have played with their feelings. They had acted like they really wanted to come i know a guy who actually came out for the girl he was with and then once she did that he did that she cheated on him with his best friend mm-hmm. and he's like i told my mom like i went through all this shit because this is what you wanted and this is what you do to me because mm-hmm. a lot of girls are out here broken or hurting a lot of girls also want to just say hey have them so you can't have them mm-hmm. oh miss diamond thinks she turned it over there girl <laughs> okay i'm gonna go snatch him up girl real quick and let her know, honey, that she ain't really. I mean, he ain't the trade girl. All the girls can have. Bitch, I'm gonna show <laughs> her. Community did. Yeah, you know I'm gonna show. And it don't. It just a lot of um, healing needs to happen with with internally with each other. Like I see, I'm from a different kind of era. where, like me and Diamond from the same era. Like Midwest, we have our problems. But at the end of the day, it's like I can't stand this bitch. But you ain't gonna touch that bitch.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: You know what I'm saying? And that even in me and Diamond situation. I knew exactly what she was talking about, but that's my mama. Mm-hmm. You can say whatever you want, but you're not gonna say it to me. Mm-hmm. My sister will let you play with it like that because she's scary, but I'm not mm-hmm. one because she has a mouth like me. Me, hers like, well, what's up, diamond girl? I ain't her bitch. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> what's up? And and um, my son was her best friend. And he was like, Mom, I, I'm talking to Diamond. Y'all always going. I was letting her know it's whatever. Because no matter what, I'm a loyal person. Like, that's my mom. And, like, mm-hmm. when we talked, she understood that. But in mm-hmm. that time, she was still going through what she was going through with my mother at that time. Mm-hmm. And I also still respect that. Because it is what it is. But we were able to place a talk. See, but that doesn't happen often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people holding on to beasts forever. i be forever. in these, we be in Philly. we be uncomfortable. You need space Let be like, girl, that happened 18 conferences and ago. And
0: you still mad about that.
4: And we all got to hear this story again. And you going to walk up and down here at Attitude mad. the whole weekend and make us all feel mad because we said hi to this person. We weren't even around 18 years ago. But you mad at me because I took a picture with this person because back in the day, when you was on the stone while moving with this bitch, I was arguing. Right, it just, be, it, it. We don't like. That's, it be, yeah. it, it be funny to me, but they don't was, glow yeah. up. So they I don't think, grow up, and we don't talk about also mental health or these stuff in our community because it's like taboo. In the mm-hmm. beginning, it was a, a code word. You know, like your kid's bad. Put him on Ritalin.
3: Mm-hmm. put them on this so mm-hmm. like my
4: mom she's really religious so she didn't believe in medicine at all like if you ain't go to the hospital you had to be gushing and bleeding yeah for, if it was oh uh, grandma dude. got a remedy going in that <laughs> cupboard baby <laughs> <laughs> you're going right. to school today but so we don't
0: believe that mental health is real like we hold on to so much stuff that we didn't even ask for and and, and it's a it's a it's a weird thing because you know when we talk about mental health we have a stigma because mm-hmm. we're trans that y'all mentally off anyway. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about your friend being on medicine, that's really everybody's journey in regards to mental health is different. Some medicine works for people. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's meditation. Not medicine, but meditation. Sometimes it's being active and being fit and running and getting that um that chemical that endorphin and all that mm-hmm. stuff when you act, when you're working out. Sometimes it's it's so many health mental health is taken care of in so many different ways, and finding that journey is a really individual process, but especially with us when we talk about um how we navigate the world, we can't if we cut off everybody that was problematic, a lot of us would be motherfucking alone. Mm -hmm. So with us, it'll be hard to cut off everybody. So I think that's why we're so vulnerable to those opportunists who want to use us for survival and want to use us for certain things. And we we just know like what it is, you know what it is? And I
4: got to tell people all the time, like I had a friend of mine, like it's like, like really fucked. It was like years ago. And I was like, you fucked over like a good, I was a good friend Mm -hmm. over something that was so petty. That was like, you could have asked. And I would have said you can have it, bro. Like, oh, you stole me the pettiest you. of petty. I was like, all you had to do was say, Lala, could I have that? And, and you, you would have it. it.
0: Le- there was this girl. So, <laughs> years ago, when I got custody of my brother. So, I was trying to be cool with cis girls. And so, she was a girl that I went to high school with. And um, I had applied for food stamps when I got my brother first. And he was. it was like February. They denied me. And then popped up in April and approved me and you know they give you all that back mm-hmm. pay right so on from February, March and April to May so on May 1st I got February, March, April food stamps on one card Cute. so it was it was like $1,200 of stamps There was love so the fridge is full and it's gonna be full for a long time I'm love <laughs> so my motherfucking ass my friend she worked for the police department she, something she's, she's done moved out of now she's a spoiled um only child that when that got out on her own a little bit too fast but she has a job and she in her own place but she was like she paid all her bills and now she ain't got no money and so she ain't got no money for no food so i now mind you i ain't told her about me having no stamps i don't tell people about the coins that i be having because i feel like they're gonna be big <laughs> so, so right so i so i didn't tell her so it's not like she knew i had it but i said um i said so how much you need and she was like oh um Oh, no, don't worry about it. I said, bitch, stop trying to be prideful. I got you. How much you need, Um, you can just pay me back when you get paid. Now, I'm always going to say pay me back. Not even if I don't need it. It's just my natural pay me back because I'm a broke bitch too. <laughs> yeah, I got these food stamps, but I don't know how long they're going to last. And I'm a hoe. I don't know when because at the time I was escorted. So I don't know how money going to get what money is going to (laughs) serve? You know, it might be three months from now. I might need it or whatever. So I always say, pay me back. But if she would have said, I just don't have it. I'm still going to fill your refrigerator up because you're my friend. Now I just said, pay me back. No big deal. Just pay me back when you get paid, blah, blah, blah. So we go and I fill her refrigerator up. So when, so we would talk every single day. And when she would, um, so when once I gave her the money, I stopped getting calls from her. Yeah. So she was supposed to, she was supposed to get paid maybe like that Friday or something like a week for them. I have forgot about it. I wouldn't. It's not like I called on Friday, bitch. Where are you supposed to be? But I had. It was a month and a half later that I noticed. Like, where's this bitch at? Like, I would call her, and and I'm not bitch that if I call you and you don't answer the phone. A couple of times, I'm not going to be mad. I ain't going to be like, bitch, why you ignoring my calls? I'm not that girl. Because I got other people to call. That's number one. I got a life. Mm -hmm. And so I might not realize that you done switched up on me for a minute. Like, it might be a month and a half that I realize, oh, damn, bitch, where you been at? And that's what happened. So a month and a half go by. Now, mind you, she was supposed to pay me back that Friday. So it's not like I'm hitting her up expecting payment. Mm -hmm. So a month and a half later... I call her and she don't answer the phone and then I put all two to two together. I'm like, oh, this bitch is not calling me back because she think she owe me this money. I'm not even tripping about that fucking money. So I call her on her voicemail, we all oh, this, you know, this is voicemail. So uh, like the kind that at your, that's at your house, not phone voicemail. <laughs> the got that's at your house. <laughs> that that's recorded on the tape. So <laughs> so I call her and I the voicemail come on and I was like, bitch, I'm just so I had called her first. And was like, hey girl, you ain't I ain't heard from you in a minute. Da 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 And then I left that voicemail and hung up. And then my mind started to raise. And I went to that and I realized she has not called me since she borrowed that money. So I call her and I was like, you know what? I'm realizing that you haven't called me since you were supposed to pay me back the money for the food stamps. Girl, I hope that's not the reason because you I could. have, I would have fed you regardless because you're my friend. That shouldn't be something that we should stop talking about over some fucking. I think I spent like one hundred dollars worth of food stamps. I'm like, bitch. I had this amount of money. I had like twelve hundred dollars on this card. After I, after I had filled my own refrigerator up, so it was nothing for me to give you hundred dollars to fill your fridge up. It was nothing, and you are messing up our friendship because of this little bullshit. Because I'm helping you, and she would do, and she was one of those depressed type chicks. She would go in a hole and da da da. But I knew this was different because. Now that you, quote unquote, owe me some money, you done totally cut me off. And I see this bitch, maybe like, she didn't ever return my call, by the way. So I left the voicemail. She didn't ever return my call. Yeah. And I see this bitch years later, maybe like five years later. What? Like five years. What? We at this place called Cloud Nine, a, a straight club in Indianapolis. And she sees me. And when she sees me, she get to crying. Oh. She get to crying about, I can't believe that I ended our friendship because of that, and I just didn't know. I was too prideful. I didn't know how to tell you that I couldn't pay you back, and I know you would have did it out of the kindness of your heart, but I just didn't know. And I'm like... Even after I left the voicemail where I was like, girl, we supposed to be better than this? You didn't call me? It, I can see you feeling uncomfortable and you might feel like, oh, bitch, you owe me some money. But I literally did the same voicemail saying, girl, fuck that shit. You can get that little money. That's no big deal. We friends. What's up? Right. Like, what's going on? Like, I'm giving you permission to say fuck that shit and you still don't try to be my friend? That's so weird. It was so weird to me. But I've been in a lot of situations where a motherfucker burned me and i really was doing something out of the kindness of my heart and i was trying to be there for you in your time of depression in your time of need Mm -hmm. and da 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 and then you burned me because you're opportunist Mm
2: -hmm. that's happened to me too I had um, I had a friend that stayed with me because his apartment broke oh, his his apartment burned down mm. and he was like I don't have anywhere to stay but I'm substituting at a at a school close by you so I was like oh, okay well you got a job and you got a car so I know you're not gonna be with me that long and then he ended up losing his job and so when he lost his job then fun started to come but I didn't I didn't feel no type of way because I was like okay you know I, I'm here for you I'm I wouldn't want nobody to put me out so I mean I got the the money to get you something to eat or I, i'll i make sure you're good until you can do better so
3: right because
2: i know you just not being lazy because he would do like little gigs here and there he would um he was a choreographer so he was doing things that way so i was like okay cool but then there would be times where he would he would come home and he was high on x and get to going off for no reason and one time he tried to um fight my sister and i was like oh Whoa, whoa! <laughs> oh no, ma'am. Oh, you gotta go because I'm not. First of all, I'm not gonna let you fight my sister in my face.
1: All
2: right. <laughs> and you a whole, a whole man, and not even you being a whole man, you're just not gonna fight my sister in my house or fight mm-hmm. anybody. So I had to put him out, and I felt bad afterwards because I'm, I'm such a nice person, and I was like, damn, like maybe I could have solved this situation because he was high, but then I was like, no. You're going to respect me. Nowhere. I don't give a fuck if yeah. you high or not. You're going to respect this, my villa. This wasn't going nowhere.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. But, yes, that's my suggestion. Mm. But that's also give that's, her a that's
4: light. That's the vice. And so girls don't have to deal with the realities. The drugs. Yeah. That's device, device, they, yeah. the vice. In New York, that's, that's really That's vice. Yeah. yeah you no, know I got I got it under control. Mm-hmm.
3: And or, then it just gets worse.
4: Where I'm not high. No, girl, you was high, me sick.
0: Yeah. You can't fool me, bitch. Yeah, we know this. No, this know like. <laughs> you know that what it looks like. We know what act like. it acts like. Yeah. And so stop. All right. I think that was the show.
1: I appreciate the advice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so thank you, thank Lala, you- for yes. coming and um being a part of the show. Yay. Um, I'm gonna put all the link to her information, her Twitter, her um Instagram, and all that kind of stuff. So if you want to um Support Lala. She's doing a lot of great work in the community. Um, Yeah, so we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye, y'all. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars,
1: y'all.
2: And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We'll be posting exclusive content every Thursday so you definitely don't want to miss out.
1: You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at DiamondStyles at gmail.com. That's DiamondStyLZ at gmail.com.
0: And that's it for us, y'all.
2: Bye.
0: Bye-bye. You gonna say bye me? Yeah?
2: Oh, bye, y'all.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every little thing's gonna be alright. gonna be alright. We yeah, to